What is up, family? It is another incredible day of Speak. If it's your first time, we appreciate you. Turn your volumes up, put your remotes down, and y'all stay and hang with us for a while. On the far end, that is NFL insider Dave Hellman. You already know the brilliant Joy Taylor. That's her, Slick, Rick Dubuker, NBA insider, and my former teammate, current teammate. He's working on his handshakes, y'all. Give him time. It takes practice, y'all. Eagles, all-time rushing leader, LaShawn Shady McCoy. What happened, Slick? What happened? He missed me on it. Rick kind of went for a swing. What? Joy, should we have had a handshake what? this whole time? Uh, what? Yo, you went with the gentleman. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's all business. Business. Hey, hesitation. Hey, it be like that sometimes. <laughs> well, no hesitation heavy. on this show, but hesitation for the Baltimore Ravens because the breaking news that came out today, Lamar Jackson and his request. Now, we've been ambiguous about what exactly Lamar Jackson wanted, but word on the street officially, Lamar Jackson wanted more guaranteed money than Deshaun Watson. Now, for those wondering, Deshaun Watson got $236 million guaranteed. The report says that all of Lamar's counteroffers to the Ravens last year were for fully guaranteed contracts. Let's get on camera. We got to discuss this one. This was wild when I heard this news. I, my first thought was, hey, come on, Lamar. Come on, Lamar. Was he tripping? You're out of pocket. Like, (laughs) you got to know, Lamar, the Ravens aren't going to give you that. Now, I think Lamar can get a fully guaranteed deal. I think Lamar Jackson will get a fully guaranteed deal. But for everybody at home, y'all have to consider this. What did Deshaun Watson have to do from a football perspective to get that fully guaranteed deal? He had to get the Panthers interested, the Saints interested, the Falcons interested, Mm. the Texans were interested, the Colts were interested, oh, and the Cleveland Browns were interested. There was a market that was incredibly desperate for Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson did not stay in Houston to get a fully guaranteed deal. He got $156 million from the Texans, but to get it fully guaranteed, he had to go, leave the franchise that drafted him, leave the city that he had only ever known from a professional perspective, leave the family and friends that were in Houston. He had to go to the most impoverished franchise to be the wealthiest athlete as it pertains to guarantees ever. So if Lamar wants to get a fully guaranteed deal, he can do it. But Lamar is going to have to go to an impoverished franchise to become the wealthiest NFL player ever as it pertains to guarantees. Getting that deal in Baltimore, Shady, I think is unrealistic. But you tell me, man, you've been the highest paid player at your position in the NFL. Not a lot of people can say that. Is Lamar Jackson being unrealistic with the Ravens? I'm going to say no. Right. And you made a great point. The number he wants, that's the right number. that's That's the market. The market is the market. But it might not be the right team. That's good. And, and when, you, when you said that, I, I, I thought about it. I said, you know what? I chose right. Um, I think that Lamar Jackson, not even him, when I was even playing, right, we were always talking about the contracts. Man, the league, we watch basketball. They get these fully loaded guaranteed contracts. Yep. Why can't we be that? Why can't we be the NBA? And we always talked about it takes one quarterback, not a running back, not a wide receiver, not a D-back, not a lineman, a quarterback, a position that you need in football, a position that they look at a quarterback as the franchise difference maker. Yep. So now we have a guy like Deshaun Watson who gets a fully guaranteed contract. I'm like, oh, there it goes. Mm -hmm. It seems crazy until it happens. It seems crazy when wide receivers are making $30 million a year, $28 million a year, until it happens. So now you get Deshaun Watson does it, right? I think a team out there that that, that he gets the bidding war with uh, Lamar Jackson, he gets another guaranteed contract. Mm -hmm. Now what do you know? That's the the new market. Then you got guys like Joe Burrow coming up, Mm -hmm. Justin Herbert. Then you got my guy, Jalen Hurts. Then it becomes guaranteed contracts. Now the big-time wide receiver running back, 
He might not get, you know, $200 million guaranteed, but he might get his contract guaranteed. Yeah. And that's going to be the, the, the new thing in the NFL. So I think Lamar Jackson's right on it. He, he should get a fully guaranteed contract. Very well said. Joy, where do you stand? Is Lamar being unrealistic with the Ravens? No, because this is the market right now. Now, it might not stay the market, and it's kind of already trended away from that being the market because since Deshaun Watson signed, Russell Wilson has signed a deal, and Kyler Murray has signed a deal, and neither one of them were fully guaranteed. What will be the question is what will happen with Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, and Jalen Hurts Mm. when they get paid. If they sign deals that are considerably less than $230 million guaranteed or not fully guaranteed, then the market is actually set. But as of right now, that hasn't happened. Russell Wilson was obviously moving to another team, wasn't playing at the same level to demand that. Kyler Murray certainly isn't the same type of player as Lamar Jackson. But Joe Burrow and Jalen Hurts are. Mm -hmm. And if they get deals less than Deshaun Watson, then the Deshaun Watson deal is no longer the market. So that's really the timing thing that's at play here, along with what you mentioned which is the bidding war. If you can get other teams interested in you, knowing that this is what you want, you want a fully guaranteed deal. Because nobody is going to trade for someone that they know they can't sign. They're going to have to give up players to get Lamar Jackson. And they're not going to do that, knowing that they're going to be stuck with a contract negotiation that they aren't able to fill. So there are a lot of nuances to the situation. But currently, as of right now, this is the market. I just keep thinking of the word unrealistic. And how can you call something that exists unrealistic. There's a guy in Cleveland with a fully guaranteed deal. We all watch that happen. We've talked about it. I think that is such a good point, Joy, that these deals coming for guys like Burrow, Hertz, Herbert, they have the potential to change things. Because Lamar Jackson can look right now and be like, well, I'm better than Kyler Murray. And Russell Wilson's in his mid-30s. Like, I absolutely can ask for this. Once those deals come in, if they don't measure up, I think the conversation changes. That's what makes this interesting to me. I don't think it's unrealistic. I don't think there are many organizations that Lamar Jackson could play for that would be worse suited for him to try to get that deal from. Maybe. The Ravens. The one team I could think of that might balk at this harder than Baltimore is Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. I can't see it happening for either of these teams. I just... And and it's so obvious to me, like the Ravens model themselves after Pittsburgh. I mean, it's a good model to be, in my opinion. I mean, they've been around since 1996. They've already got three guys in the Hall of Fame. They probably got a fourth eventually when Terrell Suggs is eligible. You sizzle. They are a draft and develop team. They do things the old school way. You don't see them do a ton of splashy stuff. If anything, we've seen them be willing to trade players away. Hollywood Brown very recently. So I just, I don't see the Ravens being willing to do this, and that's, What's interesting, can Lamar Jackson drum up leverage by getting other teams interested? I think he can. Again, but you got to be willing to leave. That's the trick. Like, teams can't express interest if they aren't actually considering the fact that you might leave. If Lamar Jackson is hell-bent. now. His tweets and all that. He ready. If he is hell-bent on getting a fully guaranteed deal and nothing else is going to make him happy, then he, he better be ready to leave because that's the, the only unrealistic thing I see is it happening with the Baltimore Ravens. Correct. Nothing about their DNA, to me, screams losing this negotiation. I just want to ask you a quick question real quick. So you talked about the other quarterbacks. So let's say Joe Burrow, right, when he's up. If he asks, I want a fully guaranteed contract, what's your take on that? give it to him. I think that, I think he, 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 he should get it? Yeah. I would I, 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 I have a hard time saying as no. As an owner, as a fan, or a media member? Because as an owner, I'm not giving a, guarantee, a fully guaranteed contract of that magnitude to any player. But it's, but it's already out there. And mm-hmm. he's, he's, if anybody's but worth the deal. Di- we still operate under the salary cap. 
So it's very complicated, and I'm not the best expert. Dave can probably lend to some of this as well. Sorry to put you on the spot with this. I'll but try. <laughs> I mean, the people get paid a lot of money to manage the salary cap. Right, and, you know, that's their job, and they still mess it up. But there is a salary cap. So right. you know there's a difference between hard money course, and money that you can move around. And right. when it's guaranteed money. It's on the books. Like, you can't move that around. You can't mm-hmm. negotiate that one's contract. So it's not, to me, as simple and straightforward as, this will be the standard for everyone moving forward, and every team is going to be willing to do this. And for that matter, every team can do it when it's their chance to pay the quarterback because this is an unprecedented situation. Are, do you even have the money on the books to pay the quarterback a fully guaranteed deal like that? So from that, I know it's a little bit of a nerd answer, but I, that has to matter. Like Cleveland had the money to give Deshaun Watson. I, I think it's, it depends who you ask because you and I have had conversations with those in private, and they'd be like, yeah, they got the money. Go find it. They got the money. They, they got, got the, the money. money. Go find it. Go Tell create me. the money. Well, it's so, not necessarily I, just not to cut you off. It's not necessarily just about money. The other thing, and again, I, I hate to defend billionaires. I would love for everybody to get fully guaranteed contracts. But what do we always say? Football, unlike basketball, 100%. surely, 100% chance of injury. And I think that is what terrifies owners about fully guaranteed contracts is you can shred your knee six games into a contract like this, and they're – Stuck footing the bill for five years that they're not getting back? But I do think, Shady, to, to the question you're asking, it comes down to, like, players have to be willing to hold the feet to the fire. And yeah. Lamar Jackson, for all intents and purposes, he wasn't this year. Because what did Lamar say? He said, I'm going to be the good cop, and I'm going to go good soldier, and I'm going to go out there, and I'm going to just oh, yeah. play. Yeah, yeah. Like, Lamar Jackson could have sat out this year, at least threatened to sit out this year, and then the Ravens would have been in a predicament. Yeah. Because the Browns, they traded for Deshaun. You didn't know if they were going to go good or bad. You didn't know at the time. The Steelers, they just drafted a first-round pick. He might have came out the gate swinging. Plus, Mike Tomlin's never been below 500, so you know he's going to be good. The Bengals just were in the Super Bowl. Right. So if right. Lamar would have kicked back and said, you know what, I'm going to chill, what is Harbaugh going to do? Yeah. What is the ownership group going to do? But here is what I do know, and here's what I have to state. If you want to be the highest paid at your position ever, you usually got to go somewhere to get it. Jalen Ramsey had to go to the Rams to get it. Earl Thomas had to go to the Ravens to get it. Tyree Kill had to go to the Dolphins to get it. Devontae Adams had to go to the Raiders to get it. A.J. Brown had to go to the Eagles to get it. Roquan Smith had to go to the Ravens to get it. DeAndre Hopkins had to go to the Cardinals to get it. Khalil Mack had to go to the Bears to get it. Joe Tooney, he had to go to get it. DeForest Buckner had to go to get it. If you want to be the highest paid at your position, you're going to have to go. It ain't going to happen in Baltimore. There weren't a lot of quarterbacks on that list. No, but the highest paid ever in Deshaun had to go to get correct it. but what we're not talking about as when it comes to these organizations as simple as we are going to get a quarterback or bus everyone doesn't operate that way the ravens are not operating that way so again timing matters as you mentioned it probably would have made more sense for lamar to sit out last year he didn't timing matters who needs a quarterback matters who owns these teams that matters. need quarterbacks matter it's in order for something to become the norm it has to happen, it has to be successful, which we haven't seen yet in Cleveland, and it has to be something that can be duplicated in every single place. It's not as straightforward as I can just write this check or I even want to write this check because what if I write this check, I find the money, like you said, they always can, you but then you have nothing to work with. So you have this insanely expensive quarterback and it's still all on Lamar Jackson to do or any of these other quarterbacks. That's, 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 and you, you're right. But, like, that's the market. So I, I hear what you're saying, but I, who to say that Joe Burrows is going to be okay with not getting a, 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 a cheaper deal than, than Deshaun Watson? Who to say that Justin Herbert, 
who the Chargers, that's all they have mm-hmm. to brag about. I'm not okay with having a deal less than Deshaun Watson. That's going to be the problem. It's just that Lamar Jackson is the first yeah, one to talk one, about it. Yeah. Well, I think, Shady, I think the nuance for hopefully Burrow, Hurts, even Lamar will be this. Get your contract fully guaranteed. Just make it shorter. Get more do, money yeah, do, per yeah. year yeah, than – Because we keep talking about it like Deshaun's the first one to do it. He's not. Kirk Cousins did it in 2018. Yeah, he did. But the, like, two, the 200 – Correct. But correct. But remember, when Kirk did it in 2018, that was a good number. Oh, yeah, 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 it was Kirk did three yeah. years for 84 yep, back 84, in 2018. Yep, yep, yep. That's right. Fully guaranteed. Mm-hmm. So my thought process is, yo, Burrow, do four years, 205. He'll make more per year than Deshaun. He'll come up the same year as Deshaun. Like, you don't have to yeah, let you, you, that. That's sort of the NBA yeah. superstar model. Correct. It yeah. is. But these are two different sports. Again, I make all the money you want. Ask for all the money you want. I certainly do. I don't want to take less money. I, I'm, I, that's, I, I'm not <coughs> encouraging any of that. All I'm, all I'm saying is what the nuance of the way that the sport is structured is. That's why it's hard for me to imagine it. I hope it happens. I wish that all NFL players got fully guaranteed contracts. They play a collision sport. They really should. They're in the most violent sport. They right. should have guaranteed deals. But that's not the way that it's structured. That's the way the CBA is structured. So how this all works will depend on a lot of factors. And I do think that there probably are some teams out there that are willing There's gotta to There's got to be one. It. There has to be at least one. All it there takes were ones bidding one. on Deshaun, so. Right. All it takes is one, Lamar. But coming up, Aaron Rodgers. He's officially out of darkness. What What did I just say? Anyway, he's done with this darkness retreat. So what is going on with his future in Green Bay? The most ambiguous pro athlete maybe ever. We're talking about that next on Beat. You know, we're enjoying a little darkness retreat of our own. Um, I got to get some light, though. Y'all know me. I'm dark skin. Anyway, as we check in on our social life, Aaron Rodgers, who just came out of his own darkness retreat, they said he spent the last several days in a 300-square-foot room and partially underground with a queen bed, a bathroom, and a meditation-like mat, similar to the one that y'all see pictured right behind me. The darkness retreat. It is officially over for Rodgers, but it's still in existence on the show. Uh, Joy, you spoke on the matter already. What you make of it? You know he didn't even stay in the room for as long as he committed to staying in the yeah. room. He left early. He left early? What did he commit to? I would, too. Four days, he did, too. Yeah, I wouldn't go in the first place. <laughs> in a 300-foot room and underground. I give myself 20 minutes in there. There you go. It's, like, it's for meditation purposes, right, to find yourself, sit in silence, search your soul. I got a therapist for all of that. I, I got a question. If he goes on the McAvee show yep. and, and, and has the same attitude... Yeah. Oh, and none can, we, can we say that it worked or it didn't work or it failed? What I, what I know about Aaron Rodgers is he needs to spend less time by himself and, and more time. with other people. <laughs> and I'm just looking at it. It sounds like he spent a couple days in a black hole. Is that a clue that he's going to the Oh! oh. Breadcrumbs! Huh? Right here. He's starting rumors. This huh? man right here. Well, look, Aaron Rodgers' bet. future right is up in the Bars air. But the big question is, will he stay in Green Bay? I like what you did there, Slick. I like what you did there. Now, reports say that next season, uh, the Packers, they might not necessarily want Aaron Rodgers, and Rodgers might not want them. But if he is brought into the way that they would want to proceed the Packers way. He would have to show up and do the things that they've committed for him to do. So as we come back to this conversation, it's a matter of Aaron Rodgers hasn't been committed for a mighty long time. He just hasn't been. Since the COVID year and really the year before, things have started to get a little dicey. Joy, can the Packers count on a committed Aaron Rodgers? No. 
No, I don't. I do not operate under the idea that you should expect people to change. People can change. They change all the time, change their whole lives around, commit to being a different person, doing something different, change their career, everything because they want to. Moving through life, expecting people to be someone other than who they are is insanity. It's not a good way of doing things. I just, girl, I just know he can change. (laughs) When has that ever worked? Nah, man, she's going to be different this time. Is she... Is she going to be different? Probably not. We all know these people, (laughs) and it always works out the same way. Aaron Rodgers has what's motivation to be different. He's already a Hall of Famer. He's already made his money. In fact, he's going to be making more money for doing the same thing that he did last year. He wasn't good last year. We still don't give him any any beef, no hell at all, for, for missing the playoffs. He didn't. Did they make the playoffs? No. He missed the playoffs. They did not make the playoffs. They lost to the Lions and didn't make the playoffs. It's cool. We're harder on Russell Wilson, hmm. who went to a new place with a new coach, first-time head coach, new teammates, new city. Facts. All of that. We're harder on him. What did both of them do? Miss the playoffs. They both were on the couch at the exact same time. But Russell Wilson's got to get wholly fixed. And Aaron Rodgers is on retreats, and we think this all funny. No. Why would he be any different? He gets treated the same. He gets talked about the same. He doesn't get held accountable for anything. He does exactly what he wants. Why would he be different? If you want to believe he's different, good for you, honey. I love your optimism. I am going to operate that he's going to be the same person that we have seen year after year after year because I don't waste my time expecting people to change. But, Dave, does he need to be different? Because Aaron Rodgers, as you said earlier, he has been the same guy, and that same guy has two MVPs in the last three years. That same guy has two one-seeds in the last three years. Now, that same guy does not have a Super Bowl, but only Patrick Mahomes and Matthew Stafford has Super Bowls in the last two years, and Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, Matthew Stafford in the last three years. So break this down. Joy says he's not going to be different, but does he need to be different? No, he doesn't need to be different. Like, you guys can relate to this. Y'all play football. Like, do you ever have a guy on your team? Or maybe it was you, Shady. But, like, you, you – I'm just saying – I'm just saying because you were a great player. Let me hear you out. Let me hear you out. Don't get where I'm going. Don't jump to conclusions. I know where he's going. Don't use the analogy from earlier, though. No, I won't. I won't. But, I mean, like, surely you've you've had a play where maybe you technically did the wrong thing, but you made a great play, right? And you, Oh, I did a lot. Exa- see, you get mad at me like I'm talking out of turn. Get out of here. You go to the sideline, your coach is like, oh, don't do that again. You didn't like, meanwhile, you got 25 yards. How do you like what like what is Aaron Rodgers even supposed to think about this? He's like fully committed. I've been this guy this entire time, and the results have been great. Joy, they've been great. I they know great last year. They've been great for the totality of the t- 13 seasons as the starter. They've been in the playoffs 10 times. He's won four MVPs, two of them in the last three years. He did win a Super Bowl. I know it's a dusty trophy, but we can't take that away from him. It's, it's dusty. The result. Hey, I'm, Joy and I did this on the herd earlier. The number of teams that would kill to accomplish what the Packers have accomplished with Aaron Rodgers is long. Like, the only franchises that wouldn't take that, Kansas City, New England, obviously, Mm -hmm. maybe Pittsburgh, I guess. Like, it's not a long list. Everybody else is like, yes, fantastic quarterback play for a decade, a Super Bowl trip, and regularly appearing in the conference title game. Give me that all day. And Aaron Rodgers has done it being this guy the whole time. He he talked less years ago, but he's been <laughs> this guy the whole time. I, I, I hate to cape for him because I'm just as fatigued by all of this as y'all. But, yes, this Aaron Rodgers is the same guy that won MVPs. Like, he was doing all of this stuff, going on TV, showing us Not his wrong. foot. 
when he was winning MVPs. And for that matter, quietly, like maybe the Packers kind of went through some growing pains, right? Like they bring in Christian Watson, they bring in Romeo Dobbs, but that part's over with now. Like those guys are seasoned vets. You think Aaron Rodgers feels better about working with them now than he did before? I'm just, I'll, I, I'm going to keep saying it. I'm not ready to write off that Aaron Rodgers is a damn good quarterback. I might be tired of listening to him give interviews, but I'm that's tired. how I feel. I'm, I'm super tired. And I'm going to say no, right? Every year you got to keep asking this legendary Hall of Fame quarterback, are you committed? Do you want to be here, Aaron? Do you want to play this year? How much money do you want? <laughs> and we look at all the legendary quarterbacks. We, go, we talk about Patrick Mahomes, talk about Tom Brady, Joe Montana, I keep going, whatever you want. Peyton Manning, whoever you want. Peyton Manning. You never have to ask these questions about these superstar quarterbacks. Or am I tripping? You're not tripping. It's like every year we keep asking the same questions. Does Aaron Rodgers want to play with the Green Bay Packers? Packers, how you feel about Aaron Rodgers? Are these the right plays? Are these the right players you want? Who you want to draft? How much money you want? You sure you're not retiring? Like, I'm tired of that. For you to be a, a franchise quarterback, to be so great, to have all these MVPs and, and, and that one Super Bowl you had, like, we need more from you. I should have to ask you for to be my franchise quarterback. Are you committed this year? Are you going to help the younger wide receivers? Listen, your first year, your second year is your biggest development year, but it doesn't happen for everybody. It might take you your third year to be a dog. It happens all the time. So my thing is, if the wide receivers might not catch the ball, I mean, and, and, and are you going to blame them in the media again? I need more from Aaron Rodgers. I think it's time. Green Bay Packers, listen. <laughs> Sometimes I like to give, like, I don't know, lectures. I won't give you a lecture, but I'll give you some words from Shady. <laughs> Let him go. I think Jordan Love could be solid. We don't know who he is. And, and I know it's hard because you feel like, what would the Packers be without Aaron Rodgers? It's hard to see. It's time. Let A-Rod go. Through Jeopardy, the McAfee show, whatever, whatever it is, you have a future. Trust me. Have some belief and some trust. Words of Shady. <laughs> I'd like to know. I'd like to know how. God dang. How does New England feel about that? You know. What you mean? It's Elaborate. Been, it's, been, that you- it's been three years since a Hall of Fame quarterback left New England, and what? I mean, what? What's life been like for the Patriots since Tom Brady left? Well, let's. You think? We, you think the Patriots? Hold on. I get I it. Mean, I get it. Tom Brady's accomplished. What's the rule, Joy? Rogers. What is the rule? He's Nobody right next to you. The point. The no point more. is. It's easy to say you're tired of a Hall of Fame quarterback until he's not your quarterback anymore. Yeah, That's it is. But I'm if saying. you're really the well-run organization that the Packers are, <laughs> then you should be fine. Steelers fans are not panicked about the situation in Pittsburgh. We're going to move on from Ben Roethlisberger. It was a little rough. I mean, Brett, Favre did, Brett Favre was there first. I guess I don't the, you that doesn't that. happen often, man. But Brett Favre was there first. That I don't know if you forgot often. that. I mean, it, it's some life after Brett Favre. Man. Look, I, I've <laughs> always been on Aaron's side with the way that they handled the Jordan Love situation. I would have had an attitude, too. They deserve – he should have been treated with more respect. They should have had conversations with him about it. You don't just spring that on someone like Aaron Rodgers in the draft. Gotcha. But I- enough already. <laughs> it's, it's, we're we're oh, here now. Like, Shady's right. Like it's, and my thing is not that Aaron Rodgers isn't an all-time great. It's that if you're going to be compared to a Tom Brady or a Peyton Manning on, or right. a Joe Montana, which we regularly do, all the then time. tell the whole story of their careers. And they're just – there's levels to this. It's a pantheon, and then there's like an upper level. The upper room. The upper room. <laughs> well, Aaron Rodgers is out of the dark room. Hopefully he can find his way into the upper room. Coming up, the Lakers, they have an uphill climb to find their way into the playoffs. Anthony Davis, superstar, he says each game is a must win. Can LeBron make his squad get into the playoffs? That's next on Speed. You think he said that pissed off? <laughs> Every game. 
Lakers. Can't wait to talk about the Lakers. LeBron James, he already knows what he has to do. He has to figure out how to get his team into the playoffs. Now the second half of their season, it starts tonight against the Warriors. L.A. has the 13th spot in the West right now and are currently out of the playoff picture. Anthony Davis said, quote, each game is a must win for us. Slick, so many people are really starting to realize, hey, Bron, you didn't make the playoffs last year. Mm. The year before, you were bounced in the first round by the Suns in a five-game series. It was ugly. It was ugly. DeAndre Ayton dunking on everybody. It was ugly. So now, Slick, do you trust the Lakers? Their superstars have said it. Do you trust the Lakers to make a playoff run? No, I don't trust them because I don't trust that both Anthony Davis and LeBron James are going to be on the floor for all 23 games. And mm-hmm. to Anthony Davis's point, he's right. Every game matters. They've got, they've, they've got to make up ground, significant ground against teams that are vying for the same thing. There's nobody in front of them that's laying down right now. They all want the same thing that the Lakers want. And... The last time, so we got 23 games left. Yes, sir. Do you know the last time that Anthony Davis played 23, 23 games in a row? It's beginning, 2020. Beginning, no, beginning of last season, yeah. and it's the only time in the last three years oh, that's oh, not good, Slick. that that's he's not good. done that. That's not good, now, Slick. if we're talking about this year, we're talking about this season, he's only played 12 games in a row, and LeBron has only played nine games in a row. Okay. And the other element to this is that everybody believes that, okay, well, they can make the stretch run. They can play 23 games in a row. They're ready. They can go. And that's all they need. That if you have LeBron and AD, they're going to get it done. Their record when LeBron and AD have both played over the last two years is 23 and 25. So as much as I want to see them get there, as much as I believe that LeBron and AD are committed to making this happen. I can't help but look at what's happened and what their availability is. And you're saying, do I trust that? No, hell no, I do not <laughs> trust that they can get there. Joy, where do you stand? It's a lot of data. It was. It's a lot of data. Mm. Data, data. I, I trust LeBron James. Mm. I know. I know. You just gave us a lot of real important stuff, and I'm just flying in the face of it because of the, <laughs> yeah, the crown. <laughs> I really can't say I trust Anthony Davis, even though I think Anthony Davis is the slightly more important factor to this situation and then making the playoffs. But I trust LeBron. LeBron has said these are the most important Mm -hmm. 23 regular season Mm -hmm. games of his career. We know what LeBron is when he's locked in. They did make some important Mm -hmm. moves in this trade. If they play well, if Anthony Davis is on the floor – LeBron is locked in. They all understand the seriousness of of the Lakers making the playoffs this year. Last year was bad. Two years in a row is an entirely different conversation for the Los Angeles Lakers with a LeBron James and Anthony Davis on the roster. So I'm going to trust that LeBron is going to figure out a way to make it happen. Now, the motto of this show is typically facts over feelings. But after everything Slick said and George said, I got to put my feelings over my facts. Because if I'm being honest, the more everything Slick said, I have to agree with because it's factual. Like, uh, objectively, he's correct. And I even want to side with Joy on the stance of blindly trusting LeBron. I have for roughly 17, 18 years now. The problem is I was bamboozled last year. Mm. Remember, Shady, I believe it was August of last year when LeBron put out a tweet. It was him and Russell Westbrook, and he talked about, like, hey, keep doubting us. We're going to prove the doubt is wrong. <laughs> right. I was like, hey, if Braun said it, it's gospel. Right. Keep getting notarized. It's gospel. What happened to Lakers last year? What happened to Russell Westbrook last year? What happened to Russell Westbrook this year? What happened to LeBron last year and LeBron this year with the Lakers? So I'm, I, I've been 
bamboozled, dating back to, if we're being really honest, let's go to the playoffs where they lost to the Suns. 2021? Mm -hmm. 2021 playoffs. Remember, LeBron goes in that zero dark 30 mode, whatever right, it's right, called. Right. It's zero yeah, dark 30, I think. Get dirty, yeah. yeah. He, gets off, right. uh, he gets off IG, gets off his socials. I was like, oh, let's go, Bron. Yeah. Let's go. You just want to chip in the bubble? Let's go. What happened? They went home to Cancun. <laughs> they went home. <laughs> so, I, 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 the only reason I do believe the Lakers will get in is because my feeling's shady. My feelings are stronger than my facts. So you are you going with him? I'm going with him. Come okay. on, Because you went for the okay, okay. Come on, Bron. Okay, so you listen. At? When you speak about the king, okay. be respectful. Put the crown on. Put the crown on too. And the king we trust. Now hold on. Let me, let me go. I'm gonna go to you. Then I'm gonna go to him. Now you said what? that you've been bamboozled, oh, right? Bamboozled. About the tweets and all that. Yeah. But what about when he? But what about when he tweeted, "Los Angeles, I promise you, I'm gonna bring y'all a chip." You remember that tweet? I do. And I then do. what did he do? He brought him a chip. Okay, thank you. Number two, Anthony Davis. Yes, he has been hurt. A lot. <laughs> I think he's finally committed. He looks, he looks healthy. He's playing well. They made a great addition. Come on, D'Lo been balling. D'Lo been balling. Angelo Russell's been balling. He brings that outside shooting that they need. They, they need, need a solid point. point guard. And no disrespect to Patrick Beverly and all that, but we got a, they got a real point guard now. And I feel like if, if LeBron James can do it, mm. who, why would you doubt him? And if I look at the record, I'm sorry, the schedule, that the six easiest schedule remaining mm -hmm. out of all the other teams. Yeah. So if they got a chance to make the playoffs, I think they can do it. Yeah, look, I, I saw the schedule thing too, and, and I wanted to give that, that makes a difference. But it's based on what teams' records are right now. Mm -hmm. And we've got the Golden State Warriors with a 500 record, right? Do yeah. we think that when Steph Curry comes back and they're making this stretch run and they're going for the same thing that the, the, the Lakers are going for, that they're a 500 team? Right. The Minnesota Timberwolves. Do we think that they're a 500 team? Like, these are talented teams. So, I don't know that but that strength Aren't the schedule. Lakers the same, no big dog? Because the Lakers are not who their record is Correct. based upon full health. And the Warriors are not who their record is right. based upon full, full health. Full so, health, yeah. everything you just told me about the Warriors, about the T-Wolves, about the Mavericks, because Lucas missed some time here and Kyrie yeah. Irving just got there. Yeah. Like, everything you said yeah. must be applicable to the Lakers as well. Not saying that's not, not, not true. Okay. I, I agree with that. But who's in 13th place? Uh, who has to make up ground? They can't just be as good. As, yep. They have to be better. And, Shade, I, I hear you. LeBron promised a championship to the Lakers faithful, and he delivered. Thank you. But if somebody tells you three things, and the first thing is true, and then the next two are lies. <laughs> he didn't got you, Shady. You might are you, you the fourth time? You. The, fourth, you the fourth time, you're like, okay, you know, this, this is the right time. What? This <laughs> is the only time that's true. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. It's a pattern. And then we talk about the king. Uh, uh, I'm going with the trend. Which way are we going? Uh, Joy, is there true. anything objectively that you can say to a Lakers fan as a LeBron fan, as a LeBron uh, stan, if you will, outside of just like my emotions, your emotions, what can you draw on to to say, you know what, the Lakers might do it. Is it D'Lo? Is it Beasley? Is it the roster lineups? Is it getting Westbrook out of there? Is it getting Pat Bev out of there? Can you speak to, you know what, some other confidence in the Lakers? Because it does look bleak. It does. It is bleak. It is mm. not. It, it is bleak. But they made moves. This, if they were going into this part, I don't like on the second half, if they were going into this part of the season, this stretch of the season, with the same situation that they had gone into mm -hmm. the All-Star break with, then LeBron is saying this, then, yeah, like, why, why would – what happens yeah. that you would be turning this around? But they did make moves. They did improve. They brought what they needed in the shooting. Anthony Davis is healthy. LeBron is healthy. You, you got to go do it. 
So I, I, it is possible. There are some teams on this, on this list who are actively trying not to win. So that, that does work in your benefit. Now, that doesn't mean necessarily that the players are trying to tank. But, you know, there is a, there is a player coming up in this draft everyone's interested in. And but are those teams ahead of the Lakers right now? Uh, yeah, I mean, the Jazz would like to fall. The Jazz yeah, okay, would like that's to one. trip. Okay, that's one. All right, but they play them a couple times. I know, but they've got to leapfrog they got to get to at least to 10. I'm not saying. So they can't <laughs> they leapfrog more than one team. I'm not say, they got to leapfrog three teams. I'm not saying it's going to be easy. I'm saying I've seen LeBron James do incredible things before. Yeah. And the last time that LeBron James and Anthony Davis were healthy, they did what? Won a sure. championship. Now, the rest, there was a lot of other factors. Look, the last time they were healthy, they played 48 games together. Uh, I mean, and they were 23 yeah, and 25. Let me curious about Thank those. you, Shady. Here's what I'm curious about, and, and we'll, we'll take this to break, Slick. My thought is this. The Dallas Mavericks, they just made a move. They're head of the Lakers. They had adopted Kyrie in that trade. Yep. You don't know how that's going to work out. Yep. The Clippers, they just got Westbrook. Yep. You don't know necessarily how that is going to work out. Steph Curry, he's still hurt. You don't know when he's going to come back and how healthy he will be. Because if I'm being honest, that injury to Steph Curry, it wasn't like that crazy of a collision. It was just like a, oh, wow, there is some residual pain there. If you think about Zion Williamson and the Pelicans, like Ooh. Zion be hurt. Yeah. So when I think about five, six teams in front of the Lakers, and I'm talking five seeds, six seeds, yeah. like legitimate playoff teams, yeah. what leads you to believe that they won't falter also? Because, you know, Russell Westbrook might be subtraction by addition. It's not that some of them won't falter. Again, I'm just going to the numbers. And I get no pleasure out of this. Of course not. I would love to see LeBron and the Lakers, after making these moves, have this heroic run and be part of the play. I mean, how exciting would that be? There's, there, there's not a team that they would leapfrog that I would say, oh, I would much rather see them in the playoffs mm -hmm. than LeBron and the Lakers. Mm -hmm. But all that said, I'm just looking at the numbers. Yeah. You have all these teams that made these moves to improve in the same way the Lakers did. And percentages say, are three of them going to drop off? And are the Lakers going to be one of those that prevails? Again. You kind of you kind of coming around, though. You kind of coming around with us a little bit. He's kind of slowly. Slowly. He's slowly turning he, that corner. He's, yeah, he's he coming over. It's okay. It's like, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Look, hopefully. A lot of wishful thinking going on well, Hopefully here. by the next block we'll have him convinced. But coming up next, I got a thought about America's team, the Dallas Cowboys. It is time for them to draft someone to replace Dak Prescott. Now, he won't be replaced imminently, but I have an idea that the Cowboys might want to consider. That's next on Speak. Yeah, I said it, Slick. I said it. I can't wait. Where's Dave? Shady, this was real interesting, big dog. This was interesting. Um, Russell Wilson, you know, he's been taking some shots as of lately, but this jab was peculiar. Seahawks rookie Tariq Woolen, he had some non-complimentary things to say about Russ's oh. body. Speak up, Tariq. Body. See him in person, it was pretty funny because, like, on TV and stuff, you see him, like, like from college and stuff, you like, okay, he look in shape on TV. But you see him in person, it's, like, weird. He like a sack of potatoes. Shay, why you laughing? Oh, come on, though. Like, come on, though. Not, I didn't expect that. I didn't see that in the, in the production meeting. <laughs> I mean, are Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't funny, though. I didn't expect him to say that. <laughs> this is your first time hearing this? Yeah, I didn't. Uh, even... We're not prepping Shady for no more <laughs> hold up, hold up. <laughs> imagine, imagine saying, Mr. Potato Head, let's ride. Like, <laughs> 
All right, I'm done. That was funny. That was pretty funny, though. Because here, rookie, he's being like, honest. Talking. You know rookies. Rookies don't know what oh, they're doing. They're talking. There's no laws when you're drinking claws, man. Oh, that's funny. You got a white claw. Oh, does he have a white claw? He's drinking a white claw. I mean, why are we talking about Russ's body? I know. That's a little. It was, I didn't expect that. I didn't expect it. It was, it was, it was I thought he was going to say somebody who's short. Because I ain't going to lie. Sometimes you see, like, good players that you idolize. And yeah, you look, 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 oh, he's, he's a little he's guy. Got, he's got the claw right there. There's no but law. you know what? There's no I laws when you're drinking claws. Here's the thing, though. No. Tariq <laughs> Woolen, if anybody can say it, Tariq Woolen is built different. 6'4", yeah. like 210, yeah. ran a 4-2-6. Built in the lab. So, yeah, yeah, everybody compared to Tariq Woolen, I, mean, I guess, is, okay. is bad. That I'll was funny, though. I'll be built however I want to be built if I got a Super Bowl ring in another appearance. Yeah. Sack of potatoes. He's going to roll my potato. That hurts. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, though, as someone who's built like a sack of potatoes, I've that been hurts. called a that sack hurts. of potatoes many times. <laughs> many times. <laughs> Uh, we can move on now. Yeah, that was a good one. Sorry, all right, Russ. all right. I got, I got you, Russ. Sorry, Russ. Nah, Russ, we love you on this show. Russ, we love you. We, we do support Russ. You do support but that Russ. was funny, though. You're right. You can laugh. You can support Russ and laugh. Potato okay. Wilson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a, little, it's a little out of pocket, but it's good content. It's fine with it's me. It's rude yeah. as hell. <laughs> I mean, it's not the most complimentary thing in the world. It's not the most common. But, but, but in, in locker rooms, we do be saying, like, oh, yo, he bad. Is he bad body, though? I'm going to ask you, is he bad body? I think that, like, I don't think Russ is one of those, like, you know what I'm saying, them dudes that are physically well, most intimidating. Are going, most quarterbacks are not. Most quarterbacks right. aren't. Yeah. 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 Okay, but that's my question. Like, jokey jokes aside, right, what does it matter? I can show you some athletes' bodies that are not yeah, well-built, that are some of the best to ever it's play their sport. It's, it's, a, it's, joke, it's a joke between yeah, players. Yeah, it's, 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 it's relevancy. I'm, not, I'm messing is, the joke. Is, yeah, it's relevancy <laughs> is irrelevant. But, like, there are dudes in the locker room that are not built. Is that his teammate right now? No. So we could just talk about other people's bodies when we're not on the same team. When you were a rookie, I don't know. I'm just trying to figure out the. Well, he ain't, oh, he ain't a regular rookie. I, I don't, you know, rookies they get they get the tough for me, but he he he, he like that. Yeah, so he can talk a little bit. You were talking about like in the locker room, y'all teach each other. Yeah, yeah, like that's fine, y'all teammates. But that's not his teammate. So he crossed the line. I don't know. I'm asking you. I don't think he crossed the line. Anybody, nah, anybody who says I'm built like a sack of potatoes can hear from yeah, me. Yeah, look, that's what I'm he saying, too far. Is, is it you know too what, far? Shady? Because y'all nah. not He took it too far. He took it too far. He should have said he was bad built. To say a sack of potatoes, come on, bro. He's saying the same thing. You try to that's soften it. a little it. nicer, it's yeah. It's the same thing. If somebody says you're bad built, you're going to be just as mad if somebody said you nah, built like a sack like, of potatoes. No, nah, because I think, like, there's some bad built some beast. Bad, bad. So they, so they, 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 they laugh about it. He didn't say he got a bad body, but he's great. Did he? Well, we know, we know Russ is great. He didn't have to say that. Yeah, he he, 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 he knows Russ is great. I'm asking you. Who's she asking? Okay. We got answers. I'm asking you. Don't soften it. If somebody said you're built like a sack of potatoes and it's not your teammate, are you laughing? You're not, yeah, you're not going to take it like that. Like, I'm sure, but no, 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 no. I'm saying he's not going to take it like so like, oh, my God, he's coming at me. I think Russ is like, okay, well, that's a joke. It's a jokey joke. I think Russ is fine. Russ it, uh, uh, is, uh, but I, I think, think if a player is not as good, right, he might have a problem with it. Good players don't really be caring. Yeah, that's yeah. Like, right, whatever. Like if Russ wasn't Russ, if Russ hadn't already accomplished everything. You think Tom Brady cared when they said he got a bad body? The question. I said no. Yeah, I think I think I think Russ would feel some type of way. I'm gonna say no. Just because he Russ. I mean, they say way more things about Russ. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Sack potatoes might be the nicest thing people said about Russ this year. It might be nice. Like, no people, one ever says you look like a Can we talk about Dak? It's Dak time. That's why. <laughs> I don't want to talk All right, let's ride to the next topic. Dak Prescott, he has been the Cowboys starter for the last seven years, but that could change coming through the NFL draft. Sack of potatoes. Wow, that's bad. Okay, <laughs> Dallas 42 wrote, Dak is everything Jerry Jones wants in a quarterback on and off the field, but Jones is mindful of always having a suitable replacement for Dak in case of injury. Dave, I got a thought for you, man. Literally, when I read this quote earlier, I realized 
It's time for the Cowboys not to replace Dak Prescott, but it is time for the Cowboys to draft Dak Prescott's replacement. There's a subtle difference, but there is a difference. Here's why I thought so. Um, the Eagles drafted Jalen Hurts when Carson Wentz had just finished a season yeah. in which he was the first quarterback in the history of the National Football League to throw for 4,000 yards without a 500-yard wide receiver. Mm. Like, Carson Wentz had just accomplished something historic. His leading wide receiver was a former quarterback convert from the University of Houston in Greg Ward. Now, he had Zach Ertz, he had Dallas Goddard, he had Miles Sanders. But Carson Wentz had just accomplished history. And what did Howie Roseman do? You know what? There's a guy named Jalen Hurts. Might be a little bit of a reach to go up and get him, but I'm going to go ahead and get him. How do the Eagles look right now? Keep in mind, the Eagles had paid Carson Wentz an absorbent amount of money. Keep in mind, the Cowboys have paid Dak Prescott an absorbent amount of money. Keep in mind, Carson Wentz had been injury prone, a back injury, a knee injury, a concussion. Keep in mind, Dak Prescott now has been injury prone, a thumb injury, a broken leg, and a calf strain. So I'm looking at some of these parallels, and I'm mm-hmm. saying it would be in the Cowboys' best interest to build the arc before it started raining. It would be in the Cowboys' best interest to foresee a future dilemma and go ahead and prepare for it, draft that quarterback. The final thing I'll say is this. Dak Prescott just finished what year, Dave Hellman? I believe it's seven. Year seven. Yeah. Year seven. Unless your name is Peyton Manning, you don't win a Super Bowl with the franchise that drafted you if you don't win it in the first nine years. Peyton Manning, he's the only one. And then there's Matt Ryan, who went and didn't win. If you want to talk about before the turn of the century, you could say John Elway, but real historians will say the Broncos didn't draft John Elway, this and that. So all of that being said, Dave, (laughs) is like, if Dak hasn't done it by year nine, he ain't going to do it. So you might as well start preparing for the future. Honestly, I, th- I think you expect me to get mad because that's what uh-huh. I do when Dak comes up. But you're really, you're really. You there's, do, yeah, you there, do that very well. There is a hint of truth in what you're saying, and I, this, I didn't come up with this line, but it's a great line. You should honestly always consider drafting a quarterback because it's like buying a lottery ticket. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is be right. I mean, Dak Prescott is evidence of that. He was a fourth round pick, and regardless of how you feel about whether he can get the job done. Like, that is, that is a raving success for a fourth-round pick. Mm-hmm. You should consider it all the time. It's just a matter of what sort of resources you want to put into it. And where I draw the line is, I mean, certainly if we're talking about a first-round pick, but even a premium pick, the Cowboys have already committed too much to Dak, in my opinion, to undermine that. And that's what I think they would be doing by using major resources on a quarterback. I mean, look, again, regardless of how you feel about him as a quarterback – the Cowboys don't really have a choice but to ride with Dak for the next two seasons. That's how long he's under contract. It would cost them $90 million to cut him this year. It's a non-starter. It would cost them $60 million to trade him, and it drops to 40 next year. So even next year, if you want to cut him or trade him, $40 million, you're talking about like 20% of your salary cap for a guy that you're trying to not have play football for you. It's not necessarily a winning strategy. It worked out beautifully for the Philadelphia Eagles. It did. They did have to go through hell a little bit to get there. Sure. I mean, they they had they went four eleven and one. They went four eleven and one. And then what happened? But, and play playoffs and, and then they Super Bowl. Went, okay, hey, I'll take cool. that. I'll take that gamble. If all of that works out. Oh, and by the way, they didn't win the Super Bowl. So hey, hey, see, I'm just I hate when you I'm saying, but that, wait, wait, was and I'm saying they they they, they go to the Super Bowl. That's like you see how we just did, that, 
I mean, did I say anything that wasn't true? No, but I like did I say anything that wasn't true? But I like how you said it. By the way, which by the way, would you trade for that? Now we're now we're getting somewhere. Let's go. You would you would trade for for that though? Like get a young quarterback first year, have a bad year, then go playoffs and then go to Super Bowl. Cowboys would do anything. Yeah, of course they would. Okay, can I say like that? Can I? Sorry, they didn't. They didn't win the Super Bowl, and now they have to find a way to keep this team going while paying Jalen Hurts. That's Acho's whole point is you don't do it if you haven't done it in the first few years because you get expensive after that. It's going to be – can we at least agree on the idea that it's going to be much harder for the Eagles to put that team together once they pay Jalen Hurts? Of course. That's the yes, whole sir, crux yes, of this thing. The Cowboys have already done that. Whether or not you think it was a good idea, they've paid Dak. There's no way they can get out of it until his contract is up. He had even on top of the cap hit, he's got a no trade clause and a no tag clause. They gave him that. He dominated that negotiation. They gave him <laughs> everything. That's crazy. That's what. So. <laughs> That and uh, I mean, no, and, like and, literally. And Lamar he, Jackson can't get a contract. This, is, this world that, is crazy. Why, it's a cold world, man. No blankets. But here's the thing. <laughs> now uh, let's just consider a world where that happens. And again, I mean, the, the Eagles did it, so I can't say it's impossible. But in this world, let's just say, I mean, you need Dak to play two more years for you if you're going to make sense of the cap. I I just can't stomach the idea of a quarterback that's not playing, accounting for twenty percent of my. Here's cap. my thought, though. Joy is like, fortune favors the bold. In the NFL, in life, in the casinos, wherever it is, it favors a bolt. The Rams faced a $22 million cap hit when they traded Jared Goff. Mm. They went to the Super Bowl. It was, I think, the second largest cap hit of all time with the player not being there. Then the following year, the Eagles trade Carson Wentz. Largest cap hit, $33 huge, million. Huge cap hit. Two years later, they're in the Super Bowl. So I feel, Dave, as somebody born and raised in Dallas, I feel, Dave, but Joy, like, where do you stand, one, given the information he gave you, but also given the air information I give you, like, fortune can favor the bold. What should the Cowboys do with Dak? Where do you stand? I like to say fortune favors the prepared. Mm-hmm. So I agree. Bar. You should always – thank you, Shay. You should always draft a quarterback. With, yeah. In every draft, I think you should draft a quarterback. Like, just always take one. Always try to improve at that position. It's such an important position. Having a competent backup is so important to every single season – you absolutely constantly need to be replenishing that position. You already function as an organization, as a team that doesn't take high-level draft picks at the quarterback position. So use a third-round pick on a quarterback. Use a fourth-round pick on a quarterback. Why not? I agree with you. Dak's contract can be moved next year if they really want to do that. Now they're not going to do that because Jerry is never going to do that. He's not going to do that. But having somebody in the building, you never know what happens. Dak gets injured again. It's, it, he has to play the entire season. You have a Brock Purdy-like season. Mm-hmm. You, d- you don't know. So I, luck, fortune favors the prepared as well. So I would, I would take a quarterback if I'm the Cowboys, particularly because to Emmanuel's point and to mo- how most people feel, I know it's not you, but it, you're probably not going to win a Super Bowl with Dak Prescott. I'm being very gentle there. I don't think that you can. Oh, no. you I said won. can, not will. I don't think they're going to either. So if that's the case, you do need to be preparing for the future because if you don't extend him too long, you're going to have to have somebody in the building. Shady, I ain't heard from you yet about Dak Prescott, man. What you doing? Man, they, they, they said a lot. Uh, I'm a, I wanted to say no, right, because I thought that Cooper Rush was on, was on the team. And he had the best no, record as a quarterback on that team. I don't know if people yeah, remember that. Yeah. yeah, he's 4-1. Anyway, I did my research, right? And I found out that, oh, he, he's a free agent. He might not come back. Mm-hmm. So I had to change my answer to yes. I look at Dak Prescott's salary, and I look at the production. Doesn't add up. One thing you said, can he win a Super Bowl with Dak Prescott? I don't think so. Brett Veach, who was the GM of the Chiefs, one of the best. He's been one of the best for a long time. He's finally getting his respect. Yep. 
I remember talking to him, just, just, just uh, picking his brain a little bit about being a GM, about putting a team together. And he said, you always, no matter who is the starter, right, you always have to make it competitive and make your team better and better with depth. And I look at the Cowboys, especially on, on the big games, like against the Niners, yeah. playoff game. And what do they need help on? What do they need to improve? It's the quarterback position. Even if Dak Prescott's going to be a starter next year, which he will because yeah. the salary says that, you got to improve that position. And I think the Cowboys are capable of doing that because they did it before. Dak's a low-round a low draft pick, but fourth round? Fourth. Look at Tony Romo. So, like, it, it's been done before. They've, they've drafted um, lower draft pick quarterbacks, and they've done well for them. Yeah. So it's not like they can't do it. I think they should draft him just because – and I have a thing with Dak about, you know, him having up and down year, mostly picks. I mean, that's tough to do. I think he has a stat I looked up. Oh, I need um, it. Um, he's the first stat. quarterback in NFL history to miss five games and still lead the NFL in picks. Wow, the first one? Yeah, he's never been done before. But anyway, not even that part. It's just more of, of getting more depth in that position. And also, I think the Cowboys have done a good job of, of drafting lower round draft picks at quarterback and had some success out of it. Dave, I got to go break. I got to go break. Sorry, Dave. Uh, coming up, Did you like that, what Dave? is going on with Lamar Jackson and the Ravens? I didn't have to go to break, Dave. It, just, it was just so much Sit better that down. way. It sounds like Lamar wants more money than Deshaun Watson, and we have to tell you just how crazy or realistic that is. Next on Speed. My bad, Dave. That was a good start, Sadie. That's what I do. Thanks, Joe. I just I try hard. As we celebrate Black History Month, I'd like to recognize the late and legendary Bill Russell. This is our first Black History Month since the passing of the greatest winner in sports history. And while most are familiar with Russell's legacy on the court, 11 NBA titles, a seemingly impossible 21-0 in his collegiate, Olympic, and professional careers in win-or-go-home games, the greatest defensive player possibly in all of sports history. What far fewer know is that Bill Russell was a true civil rights icon and the hell he went through because of it. Despite all the winning, Bill Russell was not beloved in Boston or by many Celtic fans. He had his home vandalized and was subjected to countless instances of horrific racial abuse. Early in his career, he led marches in Boston, held integrated basketball clinics in the Deep South with the brother of slain civil rights icon Medgar Evers, marched with Dr. King, and refused to play when his teammates were refused service in a segregated restaurant, and was a leader amongst athletes in the support of Muhammad Ali's conscientious objection to the Vietnam War. Even later in life, Russell showed far more courage than many contemporary athletes were able to when he kneeled in support of Colin Kaepernick's protest against police brutality. Today it is almost expected for our sports superstars, particularly in the NBA, to be politically and socially active. Bill Russell was the first to do it, and he did it at great risk to his popularity, standing, and safety. Somehow, the greatest winner in sports history created a greater legacy off the court than he did on it. Franchise tag watch, the most important thing in the NFL right now, and we are on day three of it. Lamar Jackson, the man on your screen, he is up for a big deal, but a report says that all of Lamar's counteroffers to the Ravens last year were for fully guaranteed contracts that exceeded that of Deshaun Watson's $230 million fully guaranteed deal with the Cleveland Browns. 
So, Slick, so much has been made of the Baltimore Ravens being in the wrong. The Baltimore yeah. Ravens signed that man, signed that man, they tripping, et cetera. But Lamar wants $230 million. Yeah. It's pretty uncharacteristic. But is it unrealistic for Lamar Jackson to want that that 230 plus million with the Ravens? Well, to want it? No. If he wants it, I want it. <laughs> we all want it, right? Is it completely unrealistically unrealistic to think that he's going to get it? Yes. And I've been listening to the show and oh. I've heard everybody who has said, hear? yeah, you know what? It's unrealistic. I think we all agree. It's unrealistic that he would get it from the Ravens. Mm-hmm. And then there's a big but here. But we think he's going to get it from somebody else. Yes, sir, and yes, I'm not going to say it's impossible for that to happen. But one of the things that I think that we're overlooking is the difference between where Deshaun Watson was when he got that deal from mm-hmm. Cleveland, when he suddenly became available, and where Lamar Jackson is right now. If you... Yeah. Recall, Deshaun Watson was coming off of a year where he had a completion percentage of 70%. He led the league in total yards passing. He was balling. He was balling. He Third consecutive Pro Bowl year. Like, everything was trending in the right direction. Now, it was a Texas team that was 4-12, and but that actually played into his favor, too, because they're thinking, man, this dude is balling out. Imagine if we could have that quarterback with what we already yeah. have. Mm-hmm. The Browns are thinking he's the missing piece. I just don't know if there are teams out there that are looking at Lamar Jackson in the same way as the missing piece to Fair. the point that we need to go out and pay the freight in order to get Lamar Jackson. That's why I think him thinking that he's going to get a guaranteed deal even bigger than Deshaun Watson's. Regardless. Unrealistic regardless. Ooh, I like your take, Slick. Now, here's what's so interesting about teams. Shady, you know this. You've been drafted before. I don't know if your agent told you this during the draft. My agent told me, obviously, you went the second round. All it takes is one team. And you were probably trying to be a first rounder, so I know you, you heard know, it. You know, yes. yeah, I know you heard it. All it takes uh, is one. All, right, all it takes is one, Shady. All it takes is one, LaShawn. Hey, am I going to go? I know you. Am I going to go in the first? Am I going to first? Was, was Drew, Drew Mayer, you been your agent at the time or not? He was, but I, he was. I already know you, Shady. Like, hey, Drew, am I going to go in the first? I don't know, Shady. All it takes is. <laughs> what are they talking about? <laughs> all it takes is one. I do think, Slick, there will be one. I think of two. I think the New York Jets, if they had a missing piece at quarterback, somebody like Lamar Jackson, I think that they could go the distance. I think a team like the Commanders, based upon who they have, if they have Lamar Jackson, I think they could go the distance. Mm -hmm. But I don't want to get distracted by that. I will say this, more than the Jets, more than the Commanders, what it takes is desperation. The Browns haven't won a Super Bowl ever The Jets haven't won a Super Bowl since 1969, Joe Namath. Commanders haven't won a Super Bowl since 1991. It takes sheer and utter desperation to give somebody a fully guaranteed deal. The Ravens ain't that desperate. They got two Super Bowls in the last 20 years. Only five other franchises got that. So I think it'll take desperation. But, Joy, break it down for us, break it down for us. Is Lamar being unrealistic with that ask of the Ravens? No, because that's what the market is right now. Just that's what it is. That's that's what the top – player got and Lamar Jackson is a top player it's just as simple as that I do think that there will be teams that are desperate but it has to align with the time the Browns also needed a quarterback at the Mm -hmm. time they they had the money available to give to him they had owners that were willing to sign those checks because sometimes a fan base might be desperate. The staff might be desperate. Mm. The coach might be desperate. But the owners is chilling. They own a franchise. They're cool. They're getting their revenue. They're getting 
butts in the seats. They're really not that desperate about bringing in and paying someone 230 plus million guaranteed. A lot of things have to align because this isn't the norm. This was an outlier deal with Deshaun Watson. That's why it got done, because it's the Browns. And quite frankly, the Browns are not a team that people look to to take business advice from. (laughs) And that's why, particularly, the Ravens owner was one of the only owners to come out and publicly speak about how much he did not like that deal. Mm. He specifically said he didn't like the deal, and he didn't think Deshaun Watson should have been the first person to get a deal like that. So when we say that the Ravens aren't going to give a deal like this, it's based off the fact that the very owner who would be writing that check said he doesn't want to do it. So I don't think that it's unrealistic from Lamar Jackson to ask for it. I don't think it will happen with the Ravens, but he has to ask the Ravens because that's a team that he plays for. So he has to set the tone for whatever the Ravens will give him or the market. 2-5, let me come to you with this. Um, When you signed your deal, I believe you were a Nike athlete. You're one of the highest paid Nike athletes. But if I'm not tripping, I'm sure maybe an Adidas or an Under Armour probably could have thrown you more bread. Yeah. But it's Nike. You know what I mean? Like, it's, but it's Nike. I'm thinking about this. I read this yesterday. It blew my mind. The fastest man in the world last year, Fred Curley, only person ever to run one lap, 400 meters in under 44 seconds, 200 meters in under 20 seconds, and 100 meters in under 9.8 seconds. He left Nike and went to Asics. I was like, why would you do that? Oh, wait. Money. They got the bigger bag. But Asics ain't Nike. My point being is Lamar can go get the bigger bag. But like the Commanders, the Jets, they're not the Ravens. So break down the thought process of somebody who's literally lived it. Is he being unrealistic with the Ravens, and does he have to go somewhere else to get that bread? He's he's, he's right. He's solid. Listen, the market is the market. I don't care what team paid it. That's the market. And he's better than Deshaun Watson, and his time's up. When your time's up to get paid, you jump the market. Listen, we talked about teams being desperate. That's that's a good point because in the NFL, all, all these quarterbacks that get drafted always in the first round, some, some of them guys are not that good, let's be honest. But the teams are so desperate to yeah, win a Super Bowl, you got to have a great quarterback, or at least a franchise quarterback. So same thing with the NFL. We want to win. Who can win in the NFL as a quarterback? Hmm, you're going to say Patrick Mahomes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Do you know who the second winning quarterback is right now? Lamar Jackson. He's like 45 and 16. That's like 70% of the games he's yeah. winning. That's winning football. That's, that's worth $200 million. Yeah. So my thing is, when you talk about being desperate, that's desperate. It's, it works. Another thing, Joe, you talked about money. Putting, putting uh, fans in these, in these seats. If Lamar Jackson's not playing for the Ravens, who's going to them games? I've been to Ravens game, not just as a player, but as a fan, mm-hmm. right? I'm from Harrisburg, it's about an hour and a half drive. I'm going to time. Nobody's going to the Ravens game to see some defense, <laughs> see some guys tackle the quarterback. No, they want to see Lamar Jackson. So I, I don't know if, if they're pressured yet because it's, it's fresh. It's still new. You get around training camp and your quarterback, your quarterback's like your coach. He's not in the, he's not in the, he's not in the, in, in the huddle. He's not in the meeting rooms. Not me with the younger uh, players. New offensive coordinator. So he's a rookie again. He has to learn the playbook. And he's not there. That's real pressure. So I don't know if it's the Ravens or whoever it is, but a team is willing to win games, they're going to spend that money for Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson might be looking for a new destination, but Kevin Durant found one with the KD. Coming up, my favorite topic of the day. KD, LeBron James, both under immense pressure, but who's under more pressure the rest of the season? Plus, the top five superstars under the most pressure. You're going to get that list. Go nowhere. Next. Oh, y'all, we're having- 
having too much fun it. on this show. Y'all literally just missed it. I'll tell you about it later. But tonight, the NBA is back. My guy Slick Rick the Buker, I got him here at the big board because there are teams battling for playoff spots, which means there are stars, superstars under immense pressure. The five players in my mind under the most pressure for this last little stretch of the season, I'm going to tell it to you right now, and then we are going to hear from Slick Rick the Buker. But number five, Slick, I got a okay. surprise name. How about Devin Booker? I believe that Devin Booker is okay. at the apex of the peak of his career, okay. right? He's going, he's in year eight. Last year, he was the first team All-NBA player. Two years ago, he was in the NBA Finals, averaging 27 points per game in the playoffs. If he can't get it done with Kevin Durant, I don't know, Flick, that he'll ever get it done. At number four, John Morant. Why? Because his voice is as loud as his game. See, John Morant is an absolute baller, but more now than ever, John Morant has been talking. Well, if you're going to talk that talk, you better walk that walk. Can't call for attention and hang up, John. The attention is now on you. At number three, Joel Embiid. Now, we have been trusting the process since I played for the Eagles, y'all. <laughs> that was a long time ago. Eventually, that process has to yeah. materialize. Eventually, that process has to come to fruition. Number two and number one, very simple. Let's throw them up there. Kevin Durant at number two. He's chasing rings. You got to go catch him. And lastly, at number one, y'all know who it is. It's the king. If you're going to put on the crown, heavy is the head that wears the crown. LeBron James, you are under the most pressure. This is my top five. Can you hear? I want to hear from you first yeah. before I hear yours. Well, I look, I, I think what this says is, because uh, you're about to see my list that there's a lot of stars under pressure Fair. right now yes, sir. because things are so middled but I can't go with book. Devin Booker okay. I think that there are people on the Suns but you got two guys from the Phoenix Suns and you still picked the wrong one Uh-oh. and we'll get to that okay? let's, let's see your list, let's only let's got, see your list. we only match on one which I'm going to give you LeBron James okay. LeBron James is on my list because okay. there's always pressure on LeBron yep. James right but Chris Paul, you talk about guys that need to get it done now. Chris Paul needs to get it done now. I'm not even sure he's going to be on the Suns next year mm. if they don't get it done. Good point. Uh, Nikola Jokic is about to win potentially third consecutive MVP. And yet we've never seen him pass the second round okay. outside of the bubble. He needs to get it done. Jason Tatum, we yep. all remember the meltdown against the Warriors. He's got to get it done. He's, uh, I mean, anything short of getting to the finals and making up for last year, that's the pressure that's on Jason Tatum. But then ultimately, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to attribute this to your Dallas Mavericks bias, Mike. Okay, friend. talk to me, talk to me. You didn't have Kyrie Irving? Kyrie Irving is going to the Dallas Mavericks, and the Dallas Mavericks right now sit as the sixth seed. But they got two teams, the Pelicans and the Timberwolves, a half game behind right them. Right behind them. And the Golden State Warriors, one game behind them. Can you imagine if Kyrie Irving goes to the Dallas Mavericks and they don't hold on to that six seed. Mm. They don't move up in the rankings. They actually slide into the play-in. My friend, there is not enough sage in the world to burn, <laughs> to get rid of the stinking Dallas if that happens. Slick, I appreciate you. That was incredibly well done. Well, y'all saw our list. Let me head to the desk and to find out what everybody else thinks. LeBron James, Shady, Kevin Durant, two superstar names. A lot of pressure on both of them, 2-5. What people don't realize, you're a hoop head. I'm a hooper. Low key. I don't know if you can dunk. I don't know if I believe it. But you that I can dunk? Yeah, I don't, I don't believe it. I don't know. I mean, you have to prove it. I'll give you three months to get ready. Yeah. But as we talk about hoops, Kevin Durant, LeBron James, who's under more pressure the rest of the season? I'm going to say Kevin Durant, right? And the reason why he's so great that whatever he does, whatever, whatever decision he wants to go for, what team to play with, what player to play with, they'll kill him for it. They all do it all the time. He, he goes with the Warriors. Oh, he's, he's, oh, my God, he's driving the bus or he's on the bus, wherever it is. Then he goes to another team. It's like 
he can't win wherever he does, mm-hmm. wherever he goes. So I think he has the most um, 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 pressure is because, like, if he goes to the Suns and they don't go to the championship this year, they're going to kill him again. Oh, my God. Kevin Durant. So Kevin Durant, to me, has the most pressure. And I think with LeBron James, he's been so great where they kind of, like, don't really give him – they give him a pass for the, going to different teams. They do. Like, think about this. When he went to the, when he went to the Heat, right, they killed him for it. Yeah. But then, like, sure. really now with the Lakers, nobody really talks about that. In my opinion, I think LeBron's kind of started that whole wave of, of teaming up with, with, with great players mm-hmm. and having that big three, right, especially in their primes. In their primes. In their primes. In their primes, in their primes, in their primes he kind of started that. And then, like, or, or, or the whole having a whole press conference, where are you going? I'm taking my talent to Miami, South Beach. You know what I mean? So, like, sure. no, no, nobody really talks about that anymore. No I feel like now all the real, I guess, pressure goes to Kevin Durant when it comes to um, superstar players going to team up with other teammates. The reason I made that face at you is, I'm mean, Joy, you've lived in L.A. a lot longer than I have. Like, if LeBron James doesn't get the Lakers to the playoffs for a second straight year, is he going to get a pass? I can't imagine. He's going to get a pass. I can't imagine a Watch. world where LeBron James gets a pass about anything. Like Kevin Durant? I, I never see so many superstars, so many legends, so many greats. They talk down on Kevin Durant. How many superstars and greats and legends talk bad about LeBron James? Not anymore. I, I but I agree with you. I, I mean, I, I don't know why anyone talks bad about Kevin Durant. He's won two championships. He's, great. He's one of the greatest. He's the god. He's the god. I, I don't understand it. But I would say there's more pressure on LeBron because LeBron hasn't even made the playoffs yet. KD's going to play in the playoffs. Right. But we know that as a matter of how far are they going to go. And I don't expect them to win a championship this year, although that is the expectation for KD and the Suns. LeBron still has to get into the tournament. They're not in the playoffs yet. So there's way more pressure on him. And I don't think there'd be as much if they hadn't, like you just mentioned, missed the playoffs last year. I do think that there is a little bit, just a little bit of... A little bit? Just a little bit. If this continues to trend the way that it is with LeBron and the Lakers, because it is the Lakers... I don't know how, when we finish LeBron's career, how we'll look at the end of it. Because right now we're not looking at it poorly because they went and won a championship. But there is a little bit of a conversation to be had there about because it is the Lakers, what the expectations are every single year, and missing the playoffs, not getting to the playoffs and disappointing, missing the playoffs entirely is a big deal for anyone in Los Angeles. The scoring title can, can, can like, it helps. you could hide that from the scoring title. Helps, I get, I mean, don't get me wrong, it's an amazing record. We talked a lot about it when it happened, but like, and again, I love LeBron James. He's the king. All that stuff. Being an afterthought for like three out of the last four years of his career, like that, that is, that's a legacy hurting type of thing. Maybe not for me. I love the guy. But again, in a world where some people still think he hasn't done enough, that stuff matters. And on top of that, Kevin Durant has help at least. I mean, they're, they are now loaded. He's got Booker. He's got Paul. He's got two other guys on Acho's list of yep. the top or between you and Rick, two of the top five under the most pressure, which I'll bring up what we said yesterday. Like, Anthony Davis definitely gets a pass on that. Like, nobody considers him under any pressure in trying to fix this situation in L.A., which that's a lot to unpack. I don't think we have time to do it. But I think LeBron, I think this is the type of thing that hurts your legacy if, again, arguably the greatest career we've ever seen. And if you're an afterthought. Consider this, Dave, and and viewer at home is – LeBron has gotten worse statistically, the Lakers, his team, not himself individually, every year. So I think he's under more pressure because if it doesn't turn this year, when will it turn? You win a chip in 2020. 2021, I believe you're the eighth seed. You lose to the Phoenix Suns in five. 2022, you don't make the playoffs. But at least, like, you're close to making the playoffs. 2023, you're currently the 13th seed. 
what's going to happen in 2024? Like, unless LeBron turns it, I don't know if it's just going to completely continue to crumble and crumble and crumble. That's why, for me, King, you got to do King things. We waiting to watch. Put the crown on, 2-5. Now, Seahawks star rookie cornerback Tariq Woolen, he said that Russell Wilson was built like a sack of potatoes. Slick, we didn't get your, your input on that, but, like, what you make of it, man? That's insulting. Uh, and that, that's not badly built. That, that's, I remember Charles Barkley one time, his wife called said that he would look like mashed potatoes. That, that's even worse. But no, uh, I'm just saying it. I hope you guys never, never throw that at me. Okay? <laughs> and by the way, anytime somebody's like, it's a good thing he didn't have a few. Uh, like, uh, you know. The shady mashed potatoes or sack of potatoes? What's the worst? Being built like. I'd rather be mashed. Mashed all day. Really? Sad. <laughs> 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 <laughs>